there are people that ask questions to validate their predisposed opinion or thought. (laughs) Then there are people who ask questions to truly learn. And there's a huge difference between those two outcomes. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. The question is, do you have something to talk about? No, Jim, we just show up and talk and then record it. So we're back in the convenience store today. You can hear the (laughs) The the ambience. Yes, you can hear, uh, we'll probably hear all sorts of things today. Yeah. We took took the, uh, we occupied a space and when Ken came in, (laughs) That was pretty funny what he said. Yeah. Choose the wrong effing table or yeah. something like that. You, you just basically took old men and basically told them to go somewhere else and didn't give them the option. There's a group of, uh, let's see, upper 80s and low 90s and then maybe a couple 60s in there too. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell you how it is. Yep. And obviously he was pretty adamant. I mean, he, obviously he was joking, but you picked the wrong table. I think he was table. half joking. Yeah. Well, half serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. So here, here, here's something I'm going to throw your way, and um, it's this. You're task-focused. Yeah. Let's just say you're task-focused, and you work fast. Yeah. And let's say uh, I'm people-focused, and I work slow. Sure. What's the result when we get paired up, and I don't appreciate that about you, or I don't understand that about you, and vice versa, you don't appreciate and understand that about me? What happens? Well, it, it, like... It could go one of two different directions. Direction of like awesomeness, but I'm, sure. gu- I'm guessing where it's going to go is like me trying to get stuff done, you not getting anything done. Well, Jim's dragging me down. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a mover and a shaker. He wants to shake hands and hold babies, and like he's taking his time. Yeah. Let's go. You Conflict. Know? Yeah. Conflict happens. That's and, and so I was just going to set this as at the table and see what happens. But the conflict, the, the 90% of conflict that's going to happen between people is going to be because I have a different perspective about being task-focused or people-focused. Yeah. So if I'm a people-focused person and I'm paired up with a task-focused person, we're just going to keep it as a pair, right? Sure. And, and maybe we're new at something, we're going to have such a different approach to things that it could lead to at least some conflict. Sure. Until we get to know each other and figure it out. But so like, here's, here's where my brain just went. Like I start thinking about myself as the leader. It's not going to happen because I'm going to set the stage early on and say, Hey, Matt and Jim, I'm pairing you up because Jim brings this to the table. Matt, you bring this to the table together. You're going to be awesome. But here's what you guys need to know about each other. This is Jim's struggle. This will be your struggle. You, You need to know that going into it. So, you know, the, the project manager, the, the leader that's pulling all these teams together, if you don't you know, look at your roster and go, okay, we have a big project coming up. Who am I going to have this, you know, who's going to attack this project? And once those names are on the board, 
pluses and minuses of what what's going to be the good and going to be the bad, and then okay, here we go, execute. So then, like you, you can't come back at the end of the week and go, well, Matt and Jim didn't work good together because Matt's this and Jim's that. No, like they work great together because they knew going into it, here's the conflict that we could possibly could have. Let's not have it. Let's just work together and go. It doesn't mean that you're not going to push my buttons and I'm not going to get frustrated with things and go, man, I wish Jim was doing this, but I can't look at look back and go, oh, I I knew this. You know, it's like getting surprised by a predictable situation. Yeah, like I knew it going in that Jim was going to be this guy. I'll be fine. I just I need I need to know this when, when we do this. You said knew it going in, yeah, <clears throat> because you took some time to set it up ahead of time. But what if we just get paired together? We're put together, and we have a manager oh. that's put us together, right? Yeah. And I said, get it done. And I get frustrated with you because you are going at a pace that that I'm not comfortable with. Let's just say, let's play it out for a minute. You're going at a pace where you're you're ready to go. You've got a plan, and I need to process it. I need to understand. So I may ask questions. Tell me why you're thinking that way. What do you mean? And you could interpret it as I'm shooting holes in it. I'm trying to tear it apart. And I'm not. Like maybe I'm just sitting there trying to go, where are you going? Because your brain is miles ahead of mine. That's what makes like that's that's what you bring to the table. Like you're that that type of thinker, and I like I I see it in a different way. I'm not seeing it as the value. Yeah, I'm seeing it as okay. Just shut up. Let's just go. Like don't <laughs> question me. Yeah, that's you, tough. You know, and so if that never gets resolved, what ends up happening over time is, well, hey, Jim's a pain in the ass to deal with. So guess what? Just I'm so just going to avoid him. I'm yep. going to not tell him that. I'm not going to go include him with this little bit of information. And I look at it the other way going, man, Matt's a real pain in the ass to work with because I need to know where we're going. And he just says, no, i got a plan. We're just going. follow me. And I don't know what we're doing. And like we're, we start to clash. And this is what's happening, um, I think, in so many places in life right now. Not just in business. I think it's happening in – it could happen anywhere. You know, where you volunteer. It could happen in your home. It could happen between – uh, you and, and a child, you and a spouse, all of these things, because we're we're in a society right now where speed and urgency and hurriedness, uh, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, and the climate of our country also is like you're either with me or you're not with me, right? So yeah, it's like it's sure. kind of polarized. So we've got to really slow down. This is just kind of the conversation I'm I'm wanting to have. It's just. Can we just take a breath for a second and look at each other and, and go, man, you are awesome in some of these ways. Instead of looking at you going, man, you really pissed me off because every time I fill in the blank. Sure. I, I don't know if we can slow down. I think I think it's hard to slow down. Mm. Um, I think we're we've been so fast paced for so long that it it's what kind of almost sometimes makes us great because we can get stuff done knocked out quick and we're like we're not i think people look at like slowing down as getting lazy you know like if i if i if i allow myself to slow down a little bit and not push as hard i'm taking a step back where sometimes taking a step back allows you to take a step forward right you know and 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 not just one step maybe it's two or three steps forward because of taking time and processing things differently and doing that and you know it's like you know, I may fall into the, the category where I'm pushing so hard, so fast that I, I make mistakes. Where Jim w- is basically trying to help me, you know, not make a mistake, and that will, prof- you know, propel me f- farther ahead. Um, but man, like, if you were, if you were to tell me I need you to slow down and not rush, 
I look at it and go, but that's what makes me so good. Like I can, it I can, is. It's I, your superpower. I, I can, I can, I can shoot from the hip and, and stand up in front of somebody and just talk and people listen. And it's like it's it's not a scripted yeah. thing. I can just do this. But now you're telling me that I need to script it. No, f no. There's no there's no way I can do this mm-hmm. because I've never been challenged to do that. Now, looking at, looking at this and going, well, maybe I could. Maybe it'd be better. Like maybe my my message would be would be d- delivered better. But then I look at it and go. But this one makes me so good, like doing what I do right now. So it'd be hard. It'd be definitely really hard. And I think the the key to it is is what you're hitting on, which is understanding this is what makes me great. This is this is my superpower. It's what makes me exceptional. Sure. But also understanding what the other people, you know, that you're partnered with, that are working on a project with, whatever it is, what's their superpower? Because until you can learn how to do that. You are going to have rifts. You are going to have differences of opinion, and it's your ability as a leader to to recognize that and to work through it. it just like, leadership is about learning how to work with and through others, which you're For great sure. at. Honestly, you're great at it. It doesn't mean you're perfect at it. Oh no, because you can't be. <laughs> no, know? you'll always learn how to do it better. But I, I just, you know, there's so much that's that's happening around where. Um, man, if you're not with me, you're against me. And, and it's, it's entering into spaces, into our, you know, into our homes, into our families. And it, and it's concerning of me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like going out to Colorado to ride a bike and you're in good shape. But when you get out there because of everything in Colorado, you, your lungs aren't there and you just, you don't feel good. Okay. It takes about a week for you to get acclimated to to that. I've seen it in training where day one, you come to this training meeting and there's a lot of egos in the room. Like everybody's the best at this and the best at that. And it takes a week in small group discussions, in you know, working side by side with someone. By the end, you're all working towards the same the same direction because you've all kind of just like got to know each other. You you're you're learning and you're seeing what your strength is, you're seeing what my strength is, and like we're we're now clicking, and then you go home. You know, it's like oh, we need to, if we had one more week together, we'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like how do you cut that week down to two days or or three days max, and go okay by the by the fourth day we're clicking on all cylinders. And I think it, it has to come back to the complete openness and willingness to right out of the gate fall on your sword and know that you may be the smartest guy in the room, but you don't need to be the smartest guy in the room. The smartest guy in the room learns about everybody else mm-hmm. and learns what their strengths are and is okay with that. You walk in and go, I am the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks at you like you're the moron. Here's the guy with the biggest ego. Like he's going to be hard to work with when maybe he's the guy we need on our team, but because of what he brought to the table right out of the gate puts us in a bad spot, you know? So like getting acclimated to the team that's around you. I, I think it's super easy to start asking questions. Okay, like tell me about you. What do you bring to the table? And you you lay it all out there, but you know, is it coming from a good spot or is it coming from, well, I've done this, I've been there, I've I've you know, I've attacked that. Like I'm pretty damn good at what I do. And you're going, okay, like this might be a problem. Yeah. We have to kind of sift through the bullshit and see like truly what he does bring to the table. Because you don't you don't know. Like this is brand, you're brand new. Like I don't have experiences with you. So Man, like it's it's one of the things with week long trainings that by the end of the week, you guys are rocking and rolling and it's fun and you don't want to leave because things are so good right now. But man, it's like, could we get there faster if we just were more open to being open with ourselves? And I think there's something to be said about the pace at which you get there. Can we get there faster? I, you know, there's 
some of it just has to happen. There's a process. Like it's the journey at times. You've got to go through this to get here. And, um, you know, you can rush through some of those things and you're probably not going to get it done to the same degree. There is, there's just a, a process that can get figured out. And so that's, that's what I, I think about when you're doing training is there's a process of recognizing people learn at different rates. Oh, they learn sure. differently. Some are visual, some are hands-on, some are best when you, you know, when they read and learn it that way. There is then the, the people that po- process things very quickly. There's the people that really need to process slow and think it through. And so their decision process, if, if they were to make a decision, is always going to be slower. It's not that they're not decisive. It just means that for them to get there, it's going to, sure, you know, they've got to vet it out. Or you've got the people that are just like, hey, let's jump in and figure it out as we go versus the person that wants to sit down and plan it all out. What's, what's the strategy? What's the plan? What are we shooting for? How are we going to know if we're successful? And you pair that up with a person that's really quick and just goes, hey, we'll figure it out as we go. What? Like that's, that's where people get so frustrated. Well, that and the, the level of anxiety then kicks in because they're, not, it's, they're out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You, know, you, you pulled them into a, a category that they're not used to being in when they're really, really good. Like once they close their, you know, their eyes and they think about the big picture and they process things like they're dangerous. Like they're ready to, they're ready to go now. Now it took them longer than what, like, like what it would take me, but you're going to be better off because of it. But I, I, I truly believe that it goes back to day one and truly setting the stage of here's what everybody's going to bring to the table. You, you guys have to understand that Jim will process things and he'll ask questions and you know, you may look at it from he's attacking me and he's, he's, he's trying to pick holes and punch holes through stuff. No, he's just trying to learn to make help you make good decisions. You, you know what, what I've experienced actually in my past is that I've been considered negative. Um, anybody that, that asks too many why questions or too many how questions, yeah, it, you can get labeled as negative. Like, why are you trying to shoot holes in it? Well, that's how I think about things. Like, I want to plan out for, I want to, I want to prepare for what could go wrong as well as what can go right. It's not that I'm not looking at what can go right, but man, when I, I had a boss years ago, he looked at me and he was angry with me and he said, why are you always trying to figure out, uh, or why, why do you always anticipate the, the worst? I'm like, that was how he perceived it. Yeah. So that was an eye opening moment for me to wake up and go, okay, so here's how it's being perceived. What can I do different? And for him, I think it was an eye-opening moment when I came back. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like there was this, there was this moment where we both agreed that we didn't understand each other very well. And sure. I think it got better after that. But still, it was, um, it was a it, eye-opening. Yeah, I mean, there there are people in life that will read the book twice before they'll tell you what they think of, of the book, they'll, and they'll dissect it. Where I'll read the chap- first chapter and go, "Yep, it's going to be good," you know, <laughs> right. and like, let's just go and figure it out along the way. And but yeah, like. I do have anxiety when like you're in a brand new training session. It's day one. You're like, you're sizing the room up, looking around like, okay, who's going to do what? Who's going to be the guy that always talks in the back? And who's going to be this person? Who's going to be that person? But then 
good leaders put those people in positions to learn about each other and work with each other and you yeah. know that's kind why of you build in what like activities and yeah. just like and you have to, and that's the, that's the competition those are the things that everybody hates early on yeah. you know the attention getter where all right stand up and I need you to find someone in the room Turn that has to your like, right. yeah do this and like you look over and go yeah. oh this is going to be so awkward yeah. but then by Friday at three o'clock when the training's over at five o'clock you're going man like you're you're a good dude like I wish I would have got to know you earlier in, in this this training and you know like Everybody knows that it's going to be awkward and the attention getter is going to suck, but they work and they get you there. You know, if, if there was no attention getter, if it was no like one-on-ones or two-on-twos or small groups or anything like that, the training wouldn't be as good as what it, what it is because it's forcing you to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's forcing you to work with someone that you may never work with because of, uh, he's got blue eyes and I got brown eyes, so I'm not working with that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it, like it forces you to get together and sit down and attack a project and you look back and go man like we're good together like you bring you bring something that I don't bring to the table and I, I need this like I want to work with you more in the future yeah. and it helps that next time even easier because it's like getting to know a customer like you you already know what they're all about you've already asked them tons of questions you know that they're going on this trip and they're going to be gone for this many days and their whole entire family is going when they come back in after their trip like you naturally just pick the conversation up where it left off that's what happens when you're around someone that you click with or you know you work well with it just naturally just picks up where, where you left off so you just you, you you made me think about asking questions sure there are people that ask questions to validate their predisposed opinion or thought <laughs> then yeah. there are people who ask questions to truly learn and there's a huge difference between those two outcomes. If I ask questions in such a way that I'm leading to the anticipated outcome that I want, I'm going to lead those questions a certain way. I'm go- it's going to guide how I perceive those answers. And I may miss really critical information versus asking a question that says, okay, I'm really going to listen to what the response is. I'm going to have an open mind about it. Uh, I, I can just, I can just tell you right now, that I have experienced both personally. Like that's been in my brain before. I'm like, okay, I think I know what they need. So I'm asking the questions. I'm learning this. Here's how I'm going to respond. It's going to plug them in. We're going to go. Well, guess what? I've been wrong more times than I would want to ever admit around that. So now the, the shift in my, in my learning, my training, my coaching has just been to listen and really just, if, if I need more clarity, I'm going to ask more questions. Tell me more about that. Because I'm not quite there yet. If I'm moving too quickly, I'm driving to an inevitability that might mean I don't get the job. I don't get the. I don't even get a chance to do the proposal. We may just part ways that day, and, and I think, hey, we're great. And the the person across the room from me is going like, I don't want to work with them. And I don't know if I'm not paying attention. And that's that's just such a huge. We as leaders, like Matt, you you oversee, let's see, you don't oversee all 270, but you, in some capacity, are responsible for about, what would you say, 270 associates? Associates, yeah. And the ability to connect uh, at at various levels is so important. For sure. Our businesses, I work with a lot of people where they're going so quick that they just don't know. In fact, it's not even that they're they're intending to not do it. It's that they don't know to make the time to do it and to get to know people and to ask those questions. Whether that is in a sales process or whether that is in a training room, it's kind of the same way. Yeah, I, a lawyer just popped into my head and like 
lawyers ask questions to trap. You know, like they, they can, sure. You know, they, they can ask you a question that if you are fast paced in your brain and you don't listen to the question, you can put yourself in a bad spot. Oh, yeah. You know, and they're that doing it. That gives me a lot of anxiety. They're right? doing it intentionally. Like yeah. they're, they're asking you a question. You may be the most innocent guy in the world, but the way he asked it, you just. You just admitted to you know fault. You just you're the one that just screwed up now because you didn't listen to him and the way that he or she said that to you went. Well, like I should be saying it. Yeah, I think I my answer is this, mm-hmm. and you go, oh well, you just killed a guy. You know, like you're you're the one. You know, and it's no, it wasn't me. But the way he like the the, the question was trapping mm-hmm. instead of you know the other end of the spectrum is like you said asking questions to learn. And doing it in a way that I don't feel like I'm being trapped. I feel like I'm just giving, I'm giving you the answers to, to, to make something better, you know. And it, it can be easily one way or the other depending on – and I think there's so much that comes into play. There's, there's tone. There's body language. There's yeah. all these things that you look yeah. at and go, is this person really asking questions to learn about me? Well, based on what I'm seeing, yeah, I think he is. Like he's leaning in. He's smiling. He's, he looks very sincere when he's, when he's asking me these questions. Or is he wearing a you know a, a suit and a tie and he's in my face and he's asking me these pointed questions trying to get me to say something I shouldn't be saying? Yeah, I think there's there's different there's different things, but yeah, it's man, it, it, yeah, questions can can be good or bad depending on who's asking them. I, I just think back to the again, you know, we talk about working on trails years sure. ago, yeah, and if you think about the group of ten or twelve people originally. Somewhere in that neighborhood, right? Yeah, for sure. And then it kind of reduced to a little bit more of a core group of about six-ish. Yep. Us, that that six that worked together, there was something unique about that. Because the first thought is, is and I'm having people pop in my, my mind right now, their faces. Yep. Very different styles. Just some are slow-paced, think it through. Some are more assertive. Uh, some were more, uh, you know, Hey, let's go have fun and, and let's get to the beer drinking after you know we're done. Yep. Um, just every type of style there. What was really cool is something gelled between us that we all had like this common vision. We were on a mission to get something done. Yep. We came together and those various styles, they weren't a source of conflict. They were a source of strength. We have to be able to get our teams to that place. We have to, and nobody questioned anybody's. Nobody it, really questioned integrity or any no. motive. Why are you doing? No, it, those things never happened, did they? No, and you know, people are popping into my head now that you brought that up, and I'm thinking of you know the people that were slower, but like their their level of work was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. they took they took more time moving the dirt around and really packing it in. But those sections that they built are lasting sections. You know the the my mentality of like, let's just throw bodies at it and just knock it out. You know, is the trail still there? Yeah, it's still there, but you can tell spots that were really like made with love and some that were just made with like, let's just blow it up and and just figure it out. But yeah, it's it's such a good point from the standpoint of so, I mean, there was so many different personalities on that team. So many, and we were all learning, like none of us knew, none of us knew anything going into that, you know, and we were taught how to build trail and at the end of the day, like we can all look back and go, we built every piece of this trail together. And in, you go up there right now, that trail is still there. It's it's in great, great shape. shape. And yep. there's been little that, that any of us have done over the last, because it was yep. done well. Done right the first time. Yeah. Yep. No, for sure. Uh, that's a good place to end. There's like 
I, had a sm- I have a smile on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. memories. It's good, good to be back in uh, in, in this space too. I, I like I like recording at your place too. But. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. We will catch you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Jim, and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.